0: Matriarchy is an intersectional collective that brings POC African women together for the empowerment and development of African cities and spatial education. Hello to whoever's listening and welcome to the official fourth episode of the Matriarchy Audio Channel. So a few things to note about this particular episode is that it's based on a an article that was written on March 26th in 2017 by Kinsani Clark, and is accompanied by a specific visual which will be often referred to in this article and so... I would urge you to please go and check out the post if you can or if you'd like. So let's get into it. This week, I have decided to engage with this post on a more visual level. After having read Situating Aedetic Photo Montage in Contemporary Landscape Architecture by Associate Professor at Kansas University Blake Bellinger, I explored imagery as a means of providing visual access to reading space. Let's admit it. The discourse that designers engage in wholeheartedly is mostly of value to designers because we assume that the language of plans, sections, elevations, and spatial writing we produce are accessible to the layman, the everyday mpo, jabu, or sipo, because Sally, Dick, or Harry have been the common names to go to in our everyday language, so I refer to these instead. This week, we have seen intense pressure and happenings with regards to the sale of the Tafelberg site in Seapoint. A large property sold by the Western Cape Department of Transport and Public Works to a private school in December 2015, which is a quote from Reclaim the City. The Tafelberg site in Seapoint is being sold to a system that works in favor of post apartheid socioeconomic injustice. The site has been proven to be favorable and feasible for affordable income housing through the financial model that was published in mid November 2016 by provincial cabinet. Reclaim the city has been tirelessly working to aid the much-needed process of location restoration that hasn't been addressed by the government in post-apartheid segregated Cape Town. Cape Town, due to its geographic structure, has maintained itself as a single node tucked in between the luscious mountain and the crystal blue ocean. Everyone gravitates towards the node, the hub where money is generated. Those placed furthest away from the node by historical injustice have to pay the most to commute to the node on a daily basis. The income from these often menial, laborious jobs pay for the commute to and from the node. But beyond this, there is little to no opportunity for those previously disadvantaged to grow and escape the vicious cycle of poverty. It's a trap. This post is dedicated to Tafelberg, and focuses on the multiple narratives in Sea that are lost through the masking blanket of narratives that portray Sea Point to be solely through the lens of bicycle riders, ice cream goers, and Nike runners. Don't get me wrong, these elements are part of what makes Sea Point one of the best public spaces in Cape Town. And I myself am a bicycle rider of the promenade. However, it is extremely necessary and in fact critical at this stage to widen that lens to the struggle narrative of those fighting to stay in the area, painfully working against the system that aims to push them out onto the outskirts of Blicky's Dorp, the narrative that speaks about the struggle for mixed income housing in the node. I urge you to follow Reclaim the City people and get involved in their initiatives. Through your skills or through your mobility, power lies in many places and the voice of people has the ability to create conditions that catalyze change, We've seen this manifest through Fees Must Fall. The Daily Maverick published an article earlier this week describing the reluctant attitude of the government to address spatial injustice perfectly by saying, this week, the Western Cape provincial government had what seemed like the perfect opportunity to show sceptics that it is, in fact, committed to dismantling Cape Town's ongoing spatial segregation. At the heart of the matter, a piece of government-owned land and sea which activists had shown could be feasibly used in part for affordable housing yet the western cape cabinet announced on wednesday that it was proceeding with the private sale of the land giving justifications which activists reject as spurious speaking on visual access reclaim the city has produced a two-part film titled leaving home which speaks about evictions in the currently hyper gentrifying woodstock and so do check the links which are in the original article of this audio episode Okay, I'm not going to go into thorough detail as to how photomontage works formally. I'll let the photomontage speak for itself, as it is a medium that gives access to the intangible elements of space often hidden in the exclusivity of architectural language. However, there are a few important things to note with regards to the execution of these iodetic images. Iodetic refers to images having an unusual vividness and detail, often an illusion of sorts. Photo montage in itself seeks to act against the norm with its birth in Dadaism, which most of us are probably well aware of, an art movement that sought to destroy the elitism of art from about 1916 in Berlin by mocking art itself. Art became reproducible. It became a product and had recognizable images that spoke to the masses, images that could and would evoke responses. These responses differ according to the viewer but are powerful nonetheless in their capacity to invite the viewer to experience. In some cases, it has been an incredible tool of propaganda. I have put Bellinger's reading on the list that you will find in the garden, which is a tab on our website for reference. It's a very interesting read for those of you who are keen to create. And so... We'll conclude with an invitation. To those of you who find yourselves going through Seapoint, living in Seapoint or experiencing it in any particular way, if you would like to share your narrative, drop us an email through the contact tab. The intention is to create an ongoing series of photo montage, which will speak to the ephemeral experience of Seapoint, a dynamic and now contested space. The visuals will be created in order for meaning to be brought through fast images, compact with content. The medium speaks to those who are unable to access written content and unfortunately for the lazy majority of you who prefer to absorb images than read articles and kudos for listening. This is all very ironic if you are reading the actual article and I do apologize for sounding a bit facetious. This series will speak about access by simply existing in its montage medium. The featured image of this article is an iodetic photo montage of my narrative of Seapoint. And is also an example of what can be created. So, how it will work. Contact us through the contact tab, tell us about your narrative, your lens, and your thoughts on Seapoint. Do this in any way that makes you comfortable, perhaps a poem, a song, a simple paragraph, anything. Once 10 narratives have been collected, we will collaborate with the authors of the narratives, i.e. you, to manifest ideatic montages that speak to the narratives. The images will then be published online as a dedicated post and hopefully come alive in a tangible form for those of you who do not have access to internet or perhaps as something more which we can get onto discussing at a later stage. Maybe you'll see an image in the train or next to Woolworths on your business break or at your My City bus stop on the way home. Maybe a jammy. We'll decide when we get there. And so to conclude with the featured montage of this article's narrative, how I see C-point Not just as Ken Sunny, but as a black woman, fairly privileged, a visitor of Seapoint, a special analyst, constantly scrutinizing my surroundings, observing other visitors, watching my black brothers and sisters enjoy the pools. Mo'oloma, I say to the domestic lady strolling and raising a white baby in a pram along the promenade. I pass her on my way to hire and ride a bicycle gazing at the ocean in awe of its uncompromising nature, ever moving against the forces of intervention, imagining how happy everyone would be if we could enjoy our land and not have to always visit and return to our ocean viewless homes, imagining the build of mixed income housing, feeling angry and upset for those who weren't lucky enough to be born out of the loction, to be able to gaze at the ocean on a bicycle like me. I return my hired bicycle, grab a quick ice cream, and make my way home out of the city. I've closed my visit, and now I open my mind. How can my skills as an architectural designer, a spatial thinker, contribute to my narrative? I sit, trying to find silence, scratching my brain, and I write to you. Let's see C point through your lens.